0: Hi friends, welcome to co the Podcast. My name is Diamond James. I am a daughter, a friend, a creative being, a storyteller, a licensed mental health therapist. And while I am a therapist, this is not a substitute for therapy. Thank you for joining me on this journey of tending to and watering our being selves, which is who we are when we are not achieving, producing, or striving. So first, I want to say thank you. Thank you for your patience because I had the audacity to start a podcast, you know, get like four episodes in and then go MIA. (laughs) And that was not my original plan. You know, all the... The media gurus be consistent, post every week, all that other stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not invalidating that because there is validity to it. But um, I've made a decision that even before doing this, I wasn't going to be um, enslaved and just like confined by that. And also, my intention wasn't just to disappear. <laughs> um, but I am going to share where I've been. Um, when I started out this podcast, I believed from like the very beginning in um, not just sharing thoughts and sharing um, words, you know, as we are journeying together, but I believe in living out in some capacity the things that I share, whether that is through this podcast or just life in general. Um, I believe in not just sharing thoughts for the sake of it and not sitting them sitting with them myself to say, okay, how am I living this out? How is this relevant to me? You know, like all of that stuff. I just really believe as we are on this journey together, um, making sure that I'm also living out the things that I'm saying and not in a perfect way because there no perfect. Um, but, you know, just making sure like I'm checking myself and doing heart checks and mind checks before sharing anything and so with this particular topic, I felt like it was something that needed to be talk, talked about. But I also wanted to sit with it first to put a mirror to my face to say, OK, where are you in this? You know, um, and you're probably like, OK, well, what's the topic? <laughs> but um, the topic is finding delight in the mundane, um, the lulls of life, if you will. Um, and I'm not speaking from a place of like I body this and I do this perfectly, um, but it is something that I actively um am mindful of and I've had to do a heart check to see like how am I doing and being intentional about delighting in the mundane hence my my little break you know I had to check myself and sit with myself first Um, but before we talk about delighting in the mundane I wanted to talk about this concept called liminality or liminal spaces Um, and it is simply transition space so liminal spaces can be um, the space between one destination and the next. It's the transition or middle space between what is and what will be. It can be a physical space like a hallway or a stairway or um, in the airports, like the gap between one concourse and another. So it can be physical in that sense, but it can also be intangible, like this intangible concept of. Of life transitions. So the transitional gaps between graduating from college and figuring out whatever is next after college or between becoming divorced and whatever is ahead on that journey. Um, it can be the gap between saying yes to something and then that waiting period to see what the implications of your yes is or the implications are. Um, it's maybe that eerie space between going to the doctor and waiting for your results from your visit. So I could give examples after example after example. um, But I think that, you know, like it's in summation, it's that middle ground between one point and another. So I'm curious, have you ever had this feeling where you're like, where I am right now is great. I'm thankful for where I am. And also there's more. You can feel it inwardly. You don't know what the more is. You don't know when it'll come, what it looks like, how it will unfold. But something on the inside of you, you just kind of like sense like there is more than what is right here. That feeling is a part of that liminal space. And the reality is we all experience transitional states, the gap between where I am and where I'm going. And this space for many, including myself, can feel unsettling, unsettling frustrating, maybe even discouraging. Liminal spaces are inevitable spaces, and yet our response to them often show that it is an undesirable space for us. Perhaps it's frustrating or discouraging because we cannot see a way out of the liminal space. We're asking ourselves, why am I here? What is the point of it all? As humans, we are comforted when we can try to make sense out of our placement in life, But what do you do when that transitional gap or liminal space doesn't provide immediate answers to your questions? And yet you still have to stay in that space. The reality of liminal space is that there are a lot of unknowns. And if you're like me, we don't like unknowns, right? (laughs) There are a lot of unanswered questions. And so in the midst of the unknown, we're often invited to do the mundane, quote unquote. To do the day-to-day of what we know to do until what's next shows up or unfolds. And when you're in a space where all you can do is what you've known to do, but inwardly you still feel that that pull, that urgency, that yearning that there is more, it can be hard to find delight in being in this transitional state. It doesn't make it better when, if you think about the way the world is set up, um, we seek to get dopamine hits, which isn't a bad thing. Dopamine is that chemical messenger in our brain that causes us to feel pleasure. Well, one of the chemical messengers. messengers. Um, but with the way the world is set up right now, you know, we're oftentimes getting those dopamine hits off of things that are thrilling and excitement, exciting. And in one of the ways, practical ways, is like the positive responses that we um, receive from social media. Think about the type of content that's often put out there that gets a lot of attention. The exotic trips, the traveling, being international, right? These over-the-top experiences. And what happens is it unintentionally desensitizes us from seeing the beauty and the goodness in the everyday. The regular regular, <laughs> mild things. It makes it feel as if the ordinary of life is of less value. And oftentimes, as we said earlier, in these liminal spaces, as we're on the journey of the unknown, we're invited into living the ordinary life. But I wanted to offer a reframe for the liminal spaces that we find ourselves in. So I'm a snacker. I like snacks. <laughs> and so I want you to imagine that, you know, you shut down the kitchen for the night, but you want a snack. And so lights are off. And you are trying to find your way into the kitchen to get your snack. And oftentimes, we're trying to find our way by we can't see, right? Because it's dark, but we're feeling our way, right? uh, We notice that our senses, some of our senses are heightened because we cannot see. So we realize that our hearing may be heightened. So we can make sure we're not, there's no one else around, right? We're not running into somebody that you know there's nothing moving perhaps in our in our way as we're trying to find the light switch um also our our hearing is heightened and our feeling is heightened right so so we're feeling all over the place to make sure we don't knock anything down we don't run into anything we're trying to feel our way to get to the light switch so these other senses are heightened because we cannot see and i believe that Um, In these liminal spaces, it is an opportunity and an invitation where although we cannot see where we are going, we have the ability to heighten or sharpen certain traits and skills and things about our personhood that helps us to continue to journey well and prepare for whatever is ahead. I was reading this article about liminal spaces, and the the writer said, there is some evidence that being in a liminal space is linked with creativity. Because emotions are often heightened in liminality, songs, books, poems, and paintings have emanated from artists trying to make sense of this transitional and sometimes painful human condition. Yeah, there are times where in the liminal space, in this Eerie gap where we soak? Yes. But this can be an invitation to get creative for creativity's sake, or as a way to emote and express the internal wrestling that's happening when we're in this liminal space. What if we are looking at this liminal space with a distorted lens? It doesn't mean that the frustration, the despair, or the angst of being in a transitional state isn't valid, but maybe it's not the whole story. There's this book that I read last year, um, and honestly, (laughs) I would probably benefit from picking it back up. It's called Abba's Child, A-B-B-A, apostrophe S, -S, um, The Cry of the Heart for Intimate Belonging. It's by Brennan Manning. And There's a part of the book that talks about um, the natural being supernatural. And so um, there's a quote that I love, and it says, The ordinary self is the extraordinary self. The inconspicuous nobody who shivers in the cold of winter and sweats in the heat of summer. Who wakes up unreconciled to the new day. Who sits before a stack of pancakes, weaves through traffic, bangs around in the basement, shops in the supermarket, pulls weeds and rakes up the leaves, makes love and snowballs, flies kites and listens to the sound of the rain on the roof. While the imposter draws his identity from past achievements and the adulation of others, the true self claims identity in its belovedness, so simply in being. And I know that's, like, very wordy, but essentially it's the waking up and making breakfast, right? The deciding to go to the park and grab some ice cream with a family member or a friend. The commuting to work where you find these opportunities to see the day-to-day things as extraordinary. There have been so many times on my current job when I have my commute, and a commute it is, <laughs> um, especially during the fall where I'm able to just admire and, like, fan out, um, just by seeing all of the nature, right? Things that I wouldn't see as frequently if I didn't have this regular regular commute. And I know like these are great words to read and hear and to feel inspired by, but it can be a struggle sometimes living out this life when we feel like there's more to our journeys, but we're in the quote unquote mundane. The hard work is acknowledging that there is more and we're not there yet. And also, not allowing that reality to negate that here is good too. Where I am right now is good. So, if you find yourself here in this liminal space, struggling with embracing the gap between what is and what is to come, please know that you, my friend, are in good company. Sitting in the liminal space of life can be hard, but it is a common hallway we all have to journey through, and we journey through it multiple times. It is an invitation for us to find delight in what we sometimes diminish and call mundane. So, at the end of each episode, you know that um, if you have listened to any of the other four episodes, you know that I share practical tips or questions that are all relevant to tending to our being self, Um, things that I've been trying, I've read about, heard about. And so um, this week is really simple. Honestly, I feel like they're all really simple, but (laughs) this week is just creating a gratitude jar. Uh, Maybe you already have one. Maybe you've heard about it, Um, but this can be a time to just create a gratitude jar. I actually have one that um, I'm kind of looking at right now but um it's it's multifunctional, I guess I'll call it so for mine um it's color coordinated and so I have certain sticky notes pink sticky notes that are for affirmations and um, some other colors for other things but orange is gratitude for me and so what I've been doing lately is doing more orange than anything else but I'll simply write something um not every day Cause I don't remember to do it every day, but (laughs) I will write something, um, multiple times each week to put in the gratitude jar. And it's just things that I'm thankful for and really simple, small stuff. So like, um, I've gotten back into running again. And when I say I've gotten back into it, I mean, I've done it twice, (laughs) but it's a start. So, um, I started running again. And one of the most recent days I said, I was going to get up at seven, go for a run, 30, still in bed, but I got up and that's what matters. And so um, although I struggled after running, I felt good. And so that was my gratitude moment for the day that although I struggled to get up and out, I still followed through and I was disciplined. Um, and so it could be really small like that or if it's something really big, go for it. But um, if you're one who finds yourself struggling with finding delight in the undesirable, um, try a gratitude jar. And you may notice that each day it goes from delighting in the undesirable to finding where you are right now, the most desirable place to be. So if you do it, let me know. I would love to hear it. Um, If you already do it, let me know how that's been for you. Um, If you find struggles in doing this, let's talk about it. I want to hear about it. Um, And you can find out how to contact me in the show notes. So as always, Thank you for spending time with me today, for listening and accepting the invitation to journey with me. Thank you for not only journeying with me, but inviting others on this journey. It's better when we do it together. So please share the podcast with others. um, Leave a review. Let's go deeper into the themes because I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what's on your mind. We are on this journey of being together to becoming first and foremost, and then from that place, sharing with the world whatever gifts, talents, and skills we have. Remember, the earth is waiting for you. Rooting for you always.